Welcome to All Villa, No Filler. Real Madrid forward Marco Asensio has been heavily linked with a move to Aston Villa this week in the Spanish media. Today, I'm joined by Ruri Barlow, who is editor at Football España. Ruri, it's great to chat to you again. Yeah, it's great to be back on. Thank you very much, Frankie. And uh, yeah, pleasure to, to talk about Villa with you. Yeah, completely. And so, uh, Ruri, um, how accurate are these reports linking Asensio to Aston Villa? How accurate are they? I mean, there's always going to be a lot of noise surrounding any Real Madrid player, especially one who's who has the profile of Asensio. This is a Spanish international, somebody that's been at the top of, of football for many, many years now. But if you're looking at the reports, there's a steady stream coming out of Marca and Diario As, which are the two kind of best linked uh, Real Madrid's newspapers. Relevo, who are also kind of have good links to Real Madrid as well, are also reporting that Asensio has decided to leave, which suggests that he is indeed um, deciding to leave just before we've come on here, about 20 minutes. It's Tuesday evening as we're speaking. I'm not sure quite when this will make it out, but um, there's been rumours that uh, Asensio will say goodbye to Real Madrid on Wednesday. So so that's, that's pretty shortly. So you might have a resolution to this uh, very swiftly indeed. But, but yeah, it does appear that Asensio, who was slated for kind of stardom at one stage in his career as to be one of kind of the next big names in football. Um, after quite a few years at Real Madrid, not quite making it as a starting player, looks as if he wants to try his luck elsewhere and become that star. And how many clubs have been linked with Asensio so far? There's been various ones. I think Aston Villa, obviously the, the main one in England. Earlier in the season, you saw more links towards Arsenal and Mikel Arteta and and obviously, he has quite lots of links to Spain, as does Unai Emery. There's also been links to Italy. Milan and Juventus have also been been linked with a move for him. The fact that he's free obviously makes him quite an attractive possibility for, for many of the top clubs in Europe. And PSG are the final one that have been kind of linked with him. But I think even though PSG perhaps are the most attractive in terms of uh, success and, and guaranteed success in inverted commas, um, they also maybe wouldn't be able to offer Asensio the thing that he's leaving Real Madrid for, which is starting football, which is becoming one of the kind of main players. Whereas Milan and Juve, perhaps um, they do have kind of that uh, pedigree as well, but can can offer some of that, perhaps even a starting role to Asensio. And, um, you know, so uh, he has been playing regularly for Real Madrid, obviously, for quite a few years now. And he's had, you know, tremendous success there with the trophies that he's won. But as you say, he's not quite, bedded himself in as a starter. Um, what sort of a role does he fill at Real Madrid uh, on the pitch? Essentially, he's number 12, so he tends to come on for Real Madrid. He's the first substitute. Generally, he's the attacker that Carlo Ancelotti will look to if the game is needs closing out or if he wants to kind of rotate his attack a little bit, if he wants to try and shift things up. And where does he play? It's a good question because I think where Asensio wants to play, and this is another kind of factor in his move and a factor in why he wants to leave, I think Asensio would like to be more central. He'd like to be behind a striker, not quite necessarily an out-and-out number 10, but certainly closer to kind of just inside those corners of the box, which is where he can get shots off. And that ultimately is Asensio's greatest virtue, is his shots from distance, which are are very accurate and tend to arrow into the corners. So, so yeah, I think that's where he'd like to play if he has to come off a flank, which is perhaps what is most likely to happen just because of the way that modern managers tend to set up. That That's a 
possibility, but he would like to have the freedom certainly to play closer to the box, closer to the strikers, and and be able to kind of move inside a lot more than he is at Real Madrid. That profile description is 100% exactly what I and a few other Villa fans, when we've been talking on the podcast, have been saying Villa need to maybe, you know, find some more competition in that role. We've got Emi Buendia at the moment, who is a really talented player. But I personally feel that Emi Buendia could go up another level if he just had, you know, some elite competition. And uh, it sounds like Asensio, yeah, totally, totally see with that description you've given where he fits in behind Ollie Watkins if it were to come off. Um, but, how, you know, he, as I said, you know, he's. I think he scored nine goals in La Liga this season, 30 appearances. He has appeared a lot for Real Madrid, even if he's not always started. Um, how has he performed to Real Madrid, would you say, kind of in recent years? And to be honest, sort of over his whole career? Over his whole career, I mean, he started off, we knew that he he was very talented as a youngster, as a teenager. He did very well on loan at Espanyol after moving from Real Mallorca to Real Madrid. And at Real Madrid, he kind of had that bombastic start where he scored a lot of goals from distance. He was making impact in, an impact in Champions League games. And that was where those kind of expectations or certainly the, the hype train began to roll into motion. And we really thought that we might be getting a next world star. And particularly this, particularly this is coming off the back of a Spain side that had just won um, three successive international tournaments at that time. It wasn't too far removed from that. Mm. Now, after that, there's a stage where he gets injured. There's a stage where Real Madrid as a whole struggle. I mean, this is when Zinedine Zidane is forced to come back after Lopetegui and Solari are sacked. This is a stage where there's not quite a certain direction at Real Madrid and there's not quite a uh, yeah kind of cohesion about the side. And so Asensio struggles during that spell. He has a few injuries. I think he lost the faith of a lot of Real Madrid fans. And so I think most Real Madrid fans were happy to see him go at the end of last season because he wasn't necessarily contributing that much. Now, this season has been different. We've seen a bit more of Asensio again. So he's got 12 goals and twelve goals and eight assists this season in just over, I think it's 40% of the, of the minutes that he's played in La Liga, certainly. And we've seen that Asensio has come up for Ancelotti quite big at times and he's sealed those games. He's kind of closed games out. He's come up with goals against kind of those lower to mid-table opposition where teams are sat deep, where it's kind of a struggle to break them down. And and so I think we have seen a bit of a spike in performance from Asensio. Bear in mind, this is a contract year as well for him. So sometimes there's a little bit of wariness about players who are playing for their future um, when their performance kind of improves. But, but yeah, where do I see him right now? It is really difficult to tell because we've not seen Asensio starting five, six games in a row for quite a few years now. And and if you do give him that continuity, if you give him a role that suits him better, if you give him a team that is perhaps built with him in mind to a certain extent, then I think you could see kind of dramatic improvements in him. Right now, I'd say he's a little bit below that top level and not quite necessarily... Yeah, Real Madrid standard for starting 11, frankly. Okay, and, you know, given how often he has appeared for Madrid, um, you know, given the sides have been linked with him, you know, the Milan sides, PSG, would you be surprised to see him go to Aston Villa? In a certain sense, yes, because I think you have those offers from Juventus and Milan and with all due respect to Villa, I mean, those are massive sides that have won Champions Leagues in the 21st century. Mm. So we're, we're talking about 
huge, huge teams that play here. PSG are obviously the nouveau riche of riche of um of football, and they have the the power and the money to kind of bring in players like him. Having said that, I think there's been a recognition in Spain, certainly, that with the kind of money in the Premier League, with the new money that Villa have, with the likes of kind of um, even Brighton being able to kind of take players and invest that money very well. You see you see other teams in the Premier League really kind of pushing the likes of Liverpool. Chelsea obviously had a terrible year this year. And so, so I think there's an acknowledgement that for these players that maybe aren't going to start every game at top, top clubs in Spain, that they might choose to go to kind of these play, these teams in the top half of the Premier League that can offer them massive wages, that can offer them a project. And I think you see that with Coutinho. I mean, Coutinho, yeah, he's not had a good time at Villa lately and Coutinho wasn't having a good time before he moved to Villa. But the fact that he was able to move there with relatively little kind of surprise or shock I think it, it speaks to the fact that the likes of Villa and the manager they have the resources they have the team they have can attract these players without too much kind of eyebrow raising so to speak and do you think Asensio could suit the Premier League absolutely I think Asensio on the one hand he, he benefits a little bit from the fact that the La Liga is a little bit slower the fact that teams tend to transition less quickly and and so they will build attacks more slowly and so that puts less demands on Asensio himself defensively um, I, I think he's going to get a bit of a shock when he if he does go, go to Villa and he gets run around by Unai Emery a little bit in pre-season <laughs> but on the on the flip side of that we will see an Asensio that will have a little bit more space to work in as an attacker and we we spoke about um, his ability to score goals from distance his ability to pick the ball up just outside the box and just create from there, make things happen. I don't, I don't think he's necessarily a player that will kind of, yeah, play that slide rule pass that will cut open a defence necessarily, but he is good at getting into the positions that he can create goals from or he can take a shot from and that rebounds to strikers or he can square from, he can cross from. He is good at getting into those positions. And I think in the Premier League, certainly the defence is... I think the view in La Liga is that the defences offer a little bit more space, that you will have more space in and outside the box. And if you get a sense you on the break, especially as, as Emery likes to do, and you can get in those shooting opportunities, I'd say the chances are that he's going to bury sort of two or three out of every five or six, I think, depending on what kind of form he's on. Okay. And, um, you know, a signing it slightly reminds me of just going by the name value is kind of, Remember, James Rodriguez went from Real Madrid to Everton a couple of years ago. And I think that was when Carlo Ancelotti was manager at Everton. And, um, you know, there was some mitigated circumstances where half of the season, Ancelotti went back to Real Madrid. So I assume Rodriguez probably wasn't expecting that to happen. But Rodriguez started really well at Everton. But then he kind of, I don't, I don't really know why, but it sort of seemed to tail off. And within a year, he was off to, uh, I think he played, went to Qatar. Um, so, you know, do, do you think there's any comparisons with that? Or do you, do you think that Rodrigo or that Asensio might be able to, I, I don't know, have have more long-term success than Rodriguez was able to have in the Premier League? I think um, with James Rodriguez, there has to be a certain acknowledgement of the fact that they're in, they're coming from very different situations. So James yeah. is obviously similarly a creative player who has a very good shot and I understand where your kind of comparison is coming from because 
they have operated in similar roles and they have done similar things for teams in the past. Equally, Rodriguez is a little bit older in the sense he'll, he he's a star name in Colombia. He is the man in Colombia. He is the absolute kind of bee's knees, what he say, says goes. He is their Neymar in a sense, in essence. And so that kind of stardom, that kind of appreciation, that kind of love does different things to a player, whereas Asensio perhaps has never really felt that love. And so he still has something to prove here. And the fact that he's leaving Real Madrid tells you that he has a bit between his teeth, tells you that he has maybe a little bit more kind of grit and, and desire to prove himself than a lot of people in Spain maybe thought. Because, I mean, let's be honest, the last four or five years, he has been on the bench and it's been clear that his kind of trajectory is not leading to a starting place at Real Madrid. So, so yeah, I think people maybe thought he was a little bit too comfortable at Real Madrid and maybe enjoying the lifestyle there, as plenty of players have done in the past. But this move suggests that at least the initial desire is there. And I'd say if Unai Emery is perhaps the best kind of uh, symbol or, or sign if you're reading the tea leaves for Aston Villa, because if Unai is convinced that he can get more out of Asensio, if he's convinced that there is a player with the desire and hunger to go on to more here, then that's the best sign that Villa are getting a player that is hungry enough to to not end up like James Rodriguez or perhaps kind of late stage one matter who who looks very good and plays very good football, but isn't necessarily having a major impact on the team. That's exactly where I sit on it as well. I think it's just the fact that Unai Emery is coming to Aston Villa and done such a great job and just seemingly everything he seems to do has been right, you know, including signing Alex Moreno from Betis. But I just can't help but think that any decision he makes this summer and sees and speaks to Asensio and gets the sense that there's something he can bring out of him again or maybe even get him back up to the highest level. Um, I just can't help but be quite excited by that, I think. Um, but, you know, to sort of sum it up, I guess, what what do you think um, Asensio would bring to Aston Villa ultimately as a player were he to sign for uh, the club? Ultimately, he's goals from, from midfield or goals from behind the striker. And that, I think, is perhaps an area of football that we don't necessarily focus on that much. I mean, you think back to the days of the Frank Lampards and the Steven Gerrards, who were players that you would rely on to get kind of 10, 15 goals a season at least. Mm. Now we do place it all on either those central strikers or those wide forwards to be banging in the goals. But essentially with someone that can play from a little bit deeper and still score those goals. I think he's almost kind of to, to put it in a, in a kind of a roundabout way, he's almost more effective than he is good at times that sometimes you met, don't necessarily see that kind of tricky play where he'll kind of weave in and out of a couple of players or you don't see him necessarily playing those kind of really incisive passes. But he's always on the score sheet. He's always racking up those assists and you always see production from him, even when sometimes the play that you see isn't necessarily that convincing. And Again, we're talking about a player that lacks rhythm. We're talking about a player that lacks not necessarily confidence, but certainly lacks being given kind of the responsibility to do more. So that should see a change in this game as well. But but yeah, if you want kind of a, a word to sum him up, I'd say production is that word. Okay. And, uh, you know, just before we, we round up, um, something I just sort of ask out of interest is, you know, um, Villa now have a Spanish, well, Basque manager, Spanish manager in uh, Unai Emery. Um, they've signed Alex Moreno from Real Betis, constantly been linked with Spanish players now, including Asensio. Apparently, we're close to signing or to hiring Macha Alemans from Barcelona. Um, what's the kind of perception of Villa 
in Spain, uh, maybe with with fans or the media. And do you think that Villa will target even more La Liga players this summer? Yeah, I mean, La Liga, look, it's it's a place that is full of talent. I mean, not necessarily as much talent as there was maybe five, six years ago, but it's a place where you can pick up talent on the cheap. And Alex Moreno is a perfect example of that. And Marco Sensio is, again, a good example of that. I mean, he's obviously kind of a, a Real Madrid squad player in a sense. So, so it's a little bit of a different situation. But there's lots of players that will be given opportunities in La Liga, cut their teeth there, and then teams will look to sell that. It's going to be the model over the next four or five years, I think, for most La Liga sides. So I can see them continuing to target La Liga. I mean, Unai Emery will have his contacts there. Regarding Villa specifically, I don't think there's necessarily too much awareness of Villa's specific situation Mm -hmm. in terms of kind of money and finance and and how they're kind of going about things and putting together this project. Does this kind of speak to maybe the wider La Liga fear of the fact that the Premier League is becoming uh, an all-star league in inverted commas or is becoming kind of a, a league where all of the best players go? Yeah, I think it talks to... Or, or it kind of, yeah, it's symbolic of the fact that many teams or many people in Spain are concerned by the fact that the Premier League is kind of pooling money that isn't available in other countries. And thus, you will see kind of a talent drain, I think, in La Liga. And Villa are kind of one of the prime examples of that because, yeah, they're not traditionally been in the Champions League in mm. recent years. And and similarly to, now, I don't want to compare Villa to Newcastle because it's a very, very different situation. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, similarly to the likes of Newcastle they do have the power to buy in players that teams from kind of fourth through to seventh in La Liga just do not have right yeah it's a it's a very interesting conversation for sure that one um but so um so Ruri you know I've been, I've been following La Liga since probably about 2000 Jalminia uh, Deportivo La Coruña legend is still very close to my heart one of my favorite players of all time to watch so that's my earliest memory of La Liga um, but so obviously, uh, you know, I like to check out Football España. So can you just tell us kind of where we can find uh, you online and where we can find uh, your work? Yeah, you can find my uh, personal Twitter handle is at Ruri Barlow. That's R-U-R-I-B-A-R-L-O-W. Um, and Football España at Football España under slash is the Twitter account for the the website itself. And on the website, we just tend to cover as much Spanish football as we as we physically can, basically. And uh, yeah, so get get yourselves across there, um, and make sure you're keeping in touch. And with, as you say, lots of business between Villa and the Premier League and La Liga likely to come. I think we'll probably be doing quite a lot of work on those deals coming up as well. Mm-hmm.